0: This is Big Girl Pants Podcast, episode 93. Hi! Hi. Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we're here to talk about women, health, power,
1: and wealth. Hosted by April Melton and Kimberly Shapiro. We are real women with real jobs doing real life. We as women know what it feels like to try to be super mom, super fit, wrinkle free,
0: all the while climbing the corporate ladder. Sound Sound familiar? familiar?
1: Then this show is for you. So stay tuned.
0: Hi. Hello. Back again. Yes. Big Girl Pants Podcast. So. I just learned something. What? I learned
1: that this is a thing.
0: This is ASMR.
1: Ah! Alitris, can you please uh, exhibit your example of ASMR?
0: Please. Hello. This This is very. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm seriously, uh, I'm not, a, I don't even understand what's happening. Like, I don't even know how that's a thing, so talked. We welcome. Sh- <laughs> we just
1: brought Shapiro up to speed in 2020, so we just showed her what ASMR is. But, no, uh, today is super, super, super special, very near and dear to my heart. My best friend, Elitris Guyton, is here. Hello. We have been friends since we were 20 years old. We became friends just before December of tw- 2006. How did seven, you meet? How seven. did you
0: we
2: Six, 6 7 7, seven. <laughs> Okay.
1: Uh we used to work together. Okay. At Texas right. Roadhouse. We waited tables and bartended together for okay. many years and then we've just kind of been friends ever since then.
0: So you guys are
1: besties. Besties for the resties. But besties like for the I mean resties. one of those not just like those the warm not the warm cuddly besties Mm-mm. but like the realist that person who I'm going to tell you that you're being
0: stupid right now kind of friend. Oh
1: my god. In so many different ways <laughs> and so many different. <laughs> Alitris is always my she's she's the person who I call she's like my Shapiro of my age. I love it. She's wise beyond her years. We have very similar backgrounds. We both grew up in households where our fathers were not present. Um, and we had similar struggles when it comes to like being raised by a single mother, addiction, addiction, alcoholism, Mm -hmm. just all types of stuff. And we can relate on so many different levels and we have related on so many different levels. And I can, I know that in my heart of hearts, I can call her and text her if I need her and she would be there overnight. Like sister
0: friends, sister
1: friends for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why this episode is so important to me because as An African African American woman or a Black woman, however you'd like to be uh, identified. I'm Black, baby. Okay, baby. Um, I want to know, like, because we had you know your friend Shemora on the Mm -hmm. podcast, and it was a very emotional episode. Which you listened to that episode.
0: Um, (laughs) I would love your take on that too.
1: Yeah, I would love your take on that episode, and then also, you know, just your perspective and I feel so comfortable asking you these questions because you are my best friend and you know that the intent is good. The Mm -hmm. intent, the intention behind the questions is good and I think that it's um, particularly struggle, particularly um, challenging right now with the current climate and things that are going on, Black Lives Matter and protesting and rioting and all that stuff and I think... That it's not a, I don't see color. I think it's more of a acknowledging and being aware of other people's struggles. Mm -hmm.
0: I used to think that was a thing you should say years ago. Like, I don't see color. I was raised to not see color. And now finally, just within the last probably a couple of years, I realized, no, I see color. I I should see color. Seeing color is the right thing to do. But I think, um, and there is a, a... a reason for having this podcast. There's a reason for having you on, for having Shamora on, um, because you guys are living it. You're in it. And I think the more we encourage people to be brave and have the conversations Mm -hmm. that, and say, we need to talk about it. We've swept it under the rug for far too long. We have got to have these conversations because the more people here, um, especially people who are in the black community and, without anger to express this is what it feels like, this is my opinion, this is where we are, and mm-hmm. this is how we fix it, yeah. I, we've got to encourage people to
2: talk. And I, I think, think it's these platforms where we can encourage people. I am very encouraged by the fact that this is your episode two of this conversation. I think This that is
1: actually episode three, because we had the first one, white Privilege, with Alicia. I do Alicia, remember that. you're right. That's That's right. I do remember yeah. and then that we as well. this one, yeah.
2: So And I think that the fact that you guys are making it relevant in your homes in your careers in your extracurriculars that's very important because I can't let it go yeah I can't walk out of here that's and right forget about it so it's
0: not the topic or the the initiative of the hour correct
2: yeah yeah so thank you I'm gonna got
0: you so yeah I I appreciate you recognizing that because I do think that is 100% accurate um, we, yeah cuz we, we want to totally, continue these conversations
1: Absolutely and we could totally we, can. we could totally pretend like it's not happening
0: mm-hmm. like we could just close
1: our eyes and just close our eyes and ears and just be like oh yeah nope no not not a clue we no can. idea we can that's what I'm saying is yeah. we can we have yeah. the opportunity to do that she doesn't have the opportunity to do that and that's why like the story that I told last time on the last episode was like you know we're walking through a grocery store and this is a grocery store that I frequent that I've been to uh, countless times and do I've you never- remember
2: this I laugh about this story because I remember it but <laughs> <laughs> in the moment of it I'm watching April and she is like looking around she's pissed <laughs> she's looking around like what the f- going on <laughs> keep looking at us, and i'm like i'm just like normal everyday activity i cannot tell you how many times i have been in a situation where i've been looked looked at at. yeah and
0: so you're almost immune to it
2: completely yeah i mean sometimes it gets a little aggressive but in that particular situation had she not been there had she not retold this story no i would not this would not be something because that you're so memory.
1: desensitized to the experience because you've experienced it so many times. Right. And that's what is just mind boggling yeah. for me. Cause I'm like, I literally walk through this grocery store all the time. No one ever looks at me, and gives me the time of day, nothing,
0: you yeah. know, and, and I was it's us, like, you're almost was, invisible. Like you're just there doing your thing. For us to be, I
1: was
2: like, you're overreacting. <clears throat> that didn't happen. And I'm like, <laughs> bulldog, like she about did. to go fight these she old was people. very <laughs> angry. Like, I, I, was looking at her like, mm, not you're not like, can it. you calm down? This is a little bit ridiculous. Well, <laughs> Shamora
0: Roberson, who was here and you know did that other episode with us, um, she and I want to conduct a social experiment where we actually go into where she puts herself in an all white environment and I put myself in an all black environment and just to. Kind of um i guess observe mm-hmm. whether or not we are treated differently oh you will be yeah yeah i was about to say ask alicia what she knows about that because she's been the only
2: black girl in an all-white environment yeah. pretty much a good majority of her whole life yeah you, yeah you definitely will be treated differently and and it not it may not be in bad different um it's awkward it may not be an awkward difference. okay it will be a noticeable different okay that's all it yeah. will be. I cannot say it will be bad or good. I can say that when I am in a situation where there's all black people and one white person, I watch it. Yeah. Because I'm just curious to how yeah, sure. you are good to feeling. Good Like, reacting. Especially when you're, like, in a very comfortable black environment. Yeah. A barbecue. Right. You know? Well, and
0: that, I was actually at an all black environment, um... I guess it was about a month ago, no, two months ago. And I was, Brad, my husband and I were the only um, Caucasians or white people there. And I think because these were my friends, I didn't feel awkward. Of course. But these are my people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but going somewhere where they don't know me, like, I think that that definitely would mm-hmm. feel
2: different. But I, I didn't feel different there, yeah. but I also know forever. Of you. Right. I would be suspicious of you. If you, yeah. as a white girl, come into an environment where I'm comfortable, but I don't know you, I'm suspicious of you Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why are you here? What do you want? Well, yeah, What's why are you on? here? What's the intention? What's good? Getting-
0: <laughs> well, but that would be true, though. Why am I there? Mm-hmm. There,
2: mm-hmm. there probably is a reason that I'm there. Yeah. And rightfully so, you, if I came into your environment... And I don't even think of it, now that I'm saying it, I don't even think of it as necessarily you would see me and be like, oh, why is she here? Because she's black. Right. But why are you here? Because you're not like the rest of us. Isn't
1: it so funny though? Like the cultural differences. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. why is there, and that can be said for any any race, yeah, right? Yeah, you go like why to an is all there, Indian yes. or an all Asian yes. or whatever. Why is there one white girl at the all Indian party? Like, <laughs> one white girl with all the brown people. Yeah, what's going on? But oh, yeah. it's like, yeah, but it's the same thing. You know, why is there one, the token Indian guy, the token black guy, the token <laughs> My this, My token
0: whatever. Indian friend. Yeah. But then it's like, he likes to say brown people like brown people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he yes. always says
0: that. What's his name? Ashish. I love that. Guy. <laughs> yeah he's so funny he's mm-hmm. like brown people just like brown but people.
1: it's like it's mm-hmm. so funny too how like the diverse the diverse groups that we have because you think about like the workspace right workplace in a good diverse workplace in a good diverse company you will have people of every race nationality right. doesn't matter like matt Matt's, Matt's work group, um, he works in supply chain, so he has, there's a, his best friend is black, there's an Indian girl on the team, there's a Hispanic girl on the team, there's an African-American, there's a, another black guy on the team, there's a... Uh, oh i can't remember what oh an asian person on the team and it's like that is not a big deal but that's also corporate america they employ ten thousand people yeah in that you know just that's just one department but
0: then you have these like small companies where they're like all white people well that's like that's my company i know we have hispanic we have um uh mostly white people now we have um people that are that have um black spouses Mm -hmm. but like oh that's interesting But we, but we don't have an actual, and it's not even a conscious, like didn't, we don't, we didn't even interview anybody. Like didn't even have anyone interview for the position. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and I recently took a client to lunch. He worked for HCL and then moved on to Amazon. So he's in IT, higher, higher level, higher up. Yeah. And he told me this story. He was like, I, I had a guy come up to me once and he manages data centers, right? So not a lot of employees, Mm -hmm. but he was like, this white guy walks up to this black man and he says, You know, you're one of the good ones. Whoa gosh. And he said, Well and he wasn't even offended. He didn't even care, he just shook it off, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't even mad. And he was like, Well, what do you mean by that? Like what explain. Mm-hmm. He's like, Well, you know we you're just, do. just he's like, You're just one of the good ones. And he was like, Well, let's look at the difference between our lives. If your family and their family, if my family had the same opportunities that your family and their family had, like your ancestors, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, if my family had the same opportunity as your family had, Mm -hmm. don't you think that there would be a lot more good ones of my kind?
2: That you knew? That
1: you knew? In your neighborhood? So you wouldn't think that they were all bad? And I was like, holy shit, my mind is blown. (laughs) Like, how easy for you to equate it to that? You know
2: what I mean? What I've learned in this current situation is how l- how much we lack the history of black the oh real my gosh the real history. that I
0: think that is where it all starts yes. because I didn't even know here Those... I am somebody who's you know pretty open-minded and just living life mm-hmm. and loving all people I didn't know. I didn't know until I started to go yes. look for. I had to look yes. for it. I why didn't do find, we have to look for it? Why do we have to look for it? Why is it not in in programs, educational programs? Why is it so white? In four hundred
2: years, you thought all we did was pick cotton. Like, what? <laughs>
0: But I not mean, not like
2: you, not just you. Myself, yeah, I was yeah. also undereducated in what this meant. Yep. When I've heard about Black Wall Street, when I've heard about all of these different and things, when did you first hear about that? Just in the last five or ten Me years. Too. Oh. And when people tell you, you're like, <laughs> I think you're gonna say five or ten months.
0: I just, this is sad. I'd never heard of it yeah. until April.
1: Right. April or May. And then how do we, how do we then say, turn around and say that there's not systemic racism if yeah. we're not getting true education? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how can you say that?
0: But I do think... But you can't say that because that makes you angry. But here's the thing. I would like to say... I will say this. (laughs) 2020 has been a real shit year, and I think we can all agree to that. I don't. I don't either. And here... I was just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's been a real shit year... But I really believe in my heart that when we look back on 2020, it's going to be the year of change. It's yes. going to be where the, uh, the curriculum in, ed- in schools changed. It's going to be where awareness was finally out there. And Correct. People were finally having conversations that we avoided for freaking centuries. So I think it's going to be a year of change. Oh, it will be. Under yeah. the guise
1: of being busy, right? We're too busy. To, <laughs> and now we're having to force slowdown. Yes. And then people get to speak up and say
2: their minds. Think about if we would be having this conversation if, uh, you know, Football had been kept going, and basketball all, was going all of these, on. Would yep. these activists be emerging from their homes if these people had the distraction of a full time job, jobs <laughs> of you so know all true. these other things? But literally, we had to sit down. And watch what other people are going through because we had no other choice. We yeah. just sit with our thoughts, sit with mm-hmm. our discomfort, lean into it, mm-hmm. right? And then watch all of the
0: things that
1: have, that have been happening. But
0: also, I think like all things that need to change, there's a breaking point. Ugh. And I think even if we would have been busy, even if life would have been normal, I, I still think what happened... It, I, I still think that would have been the breaking point. And, and there still would have been writing. And I see, you don't think so? I no, because it's happened it, before. It's happened a hundred the, times before. it's not
2: the first time a man yeah. has been... Well, no, I know. But so, I'm just like... But
0: it is the first time that
2: somebody got it on video. No, it's also the, oh, the first time that it's been nope. cut on video. It's okay. the first time that anyone... Picked up on the it. The whole world... Could sit down and watch it honestly, and and I wish that Actually, okay. it was the case that and it was this rerun, is the first and time. rerun and rerun and yeah. rerun and we're at home and we're sitting yeah. there and we're watching. And it. I don't watch these things. Right, I still haven't seen the video. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen it, either. Um, I can't. I, don't I watch just it. am very like my anxiety is too much. Yeah, but I heard it. I heard when he called out for his mom. God. I heard those things, and I'm like, yeah, welcome. You now know, you these are fear the, I I haven't been afraid of the cops because of George Floyd. Yeah. I've been afraid of the cops because of my own brothers, my yeah. cousins. Yeah. I've seen these things happen. That's in what front of more the same eyes. thing. Yeah. So when I heard her story about her son, like mm-hmm. I'm like, you like, Just I know. Imagine. Yeah. Just imagine, and my one of my best friends, she is Latina, <laughs> and she is saying to me, she's asking me, why don't you want to watch it? She's curious. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell. And I'm like, Cause I'm pissed off. Do you think that I really want to be reminded of this Scenario. Every the time that you I could see feel like you want to see it again, right. you are watching it over. And this is you. I don't want to. Right. Yeah. But that
1: also, I mean, you look at that video and you could see your brother, your family members, your cousins, etc That could have uncle. been them. Yeah. It didn't have to be just him. Yeah. And something that you commented on. because So basically, Alitra, the last episode was Shamar. She's listening to it. She's texting me with like uh, she's little bits again. or whatever, right? And one of the pieces was the registration sticker. <sighs> I want you to talk about that because that is such a point of contention for me, and I am cl- I am calling it out. It's, I wh- cannot, it's straight up what you privilege. told
2: me, you, she has met ne- what? So I have oh I oh owe, have owed the state of Texas. I'm gonna to say I probably paid them almost ten thousand um, dollars due to registration and all of these things because i was a little wayward and irresponsible but that's irrelevant me too um so i've been to jail
0: five times my daughter has been to jail (laughs) i'm like
2: (gasps) i can't imagine that she's been driving around for four years for four years with an expired registration sticker nothing no consequence
1: i got one ticket and i fought it and they didn't say anything I literally just paid the fines. If it makes
0: you feel better, I've had five million tickets, and I have paid the state of Texas a lot of money as well. Because <laughs> exactly. I drive too damn. I drive too bad. damn let's, fast.
1: Let's talk about the difference. That would be a traffic stop, a, a common traffic stop for you. As it that would it's be absolutely for me. terrifying. It's completely yeah. different, and the level of anxiety that you have to go through every time you get pulled over. And the level of anxiety I go through is very minimal, even if I have one. If I'm just any, like, hey man, it's funny. whatever. like. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Anxiety because it's like, oh damn, I got caught. Correct. You know, like, I'm going to get a damn ticket. I don't want to pay get a damn ticket. But and that's I've never the fear. Feared... That, not the same fear exactly. that you have. I've yeah. never
1: feared for my life getting pulled over by a, a police officer. Yeah. Never in my life. Never in my life have I ever had to worry about what time I got pulled over, where Like, I where, walk
2: away from this? Where. mic drop like will I walk away from this will I be able to tell someone else what this what happened when when I will say when George Floyd did occur I had a conversation with the men in my family my brother my cousins to let them know please remember that we, we need you We need you, and I know in those moments you're gonna be proud, and you're gonna be a man, and you're gonna be. You wanna stand up for yourself. You wanna stand up for yourself because you don't wanna, you know. Please don't. You're You're not a wimp. Yeah. Please don't, because your daughters, your sons, your mom, we need you. So please remember me in this, in those moments, please, because it's good, it's happened to them, it's gonna happen to them, it's gonna happen to their sons. Please remember your family. Please remember that we need you that in my cousin, I, like, I, I love
0: you saying that I'm, I'm reading a book right now by Malcolm Gladwell it was the one that Jake Thompson had recommended mm. strangers something um, talking to, talk to, to strangers, strangers. Yeah. okay um and he talks about I think it's Sandra Brandt. is that her last name yes
2: Oh, uh, Brand.
0: yes, Brand mm-hmm. so he's really digesting, not digesting, dissecting um Sandra's story. He starts the book with it, and he ends the book with it. We share the same birthday, by the way. Do you really? Mm-hmm. it and it's such a tragic tragic story because mm-hmm. it was so they're all unnecessary, but the speaking to this story, it's so unnecessary. Do you know it? He pulls her over. She's in West Texas, I think. She's leaving the college that she's working for. She has a radio show there, and she just moved here from Chicago. Um, She was targeted. There's no question. Um, She pulls out, and it's an all-white city Mm -hmm. or community, Mm -hmm. and he sees her pulling out of the, uh, the, the college... You know, campus, and he can't pull her over there because I she, guess she's protected on mm-hmm. on the campus. But he saw her and saw a black woman. There's no way around this. and There's mm-hmm. no way to argue it. And he follows her and just waits for her to make a, a mistake. mistake. And it's, and she does. And he pulls her over. And speaking of what you were saying, like talking to your family, mm-hmm. she got um, she, emotional anxiety. Yeah, well, she was like. Um, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this to me? And, yeah. and, you know, of course, he's got a power play and so he gets mad at her and he's and, and really what started it was she lights a cigarette and he says, that's what started it, what started his yeah, anger. Mm-hmm. She lights a cigarette and he says, put it out and not, hey, I don't really like smoking. Would you mind please putting that out until like, I drive away? No, put that out. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is... This is my car. I, I don't, don't have, have to, to, put to do out. that. Yeah. And he's like, I said, I'm giving you some kind of order, whatever it's called. Um, put that out and I'm going to pull you out of that car if you don't listen to me. Yeah. And then it just escalates. escalates. Yeah. And long story short, I, I guess she had already had so many altercations Um, just like you were saying, like owing $10,000 to the state of Texas, she had already had so many altercations with police officers in Chicago, um, and she had owed them so much money, and this was her way to reboot, restart, get a clean slate, Mm -hmm. and just start over. She's here not even a week, and she gets pulled over and has this horrible experience and winds up killing herself in in jail. Supposedly. Um, Supposedly. Supposedly. But even... Even if, right, there's that too. But even, let's just assume that she did. Mm-hmm. She hit a... She's like, there's nothing I can do. Like, nowhere I go, I'm targeted. Mm-hmm. And she was flat out targeted.
1: I don't know, he man, followed Dave her, Ch- waiting Ch- for her to make a move. Dave Chappelle talks about suicide in his latest special, and he was like, man, I met this dude. He was pretty low, working at the
0: footlocker where we grew up. Still never thought about killing himself, just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, okay, there's... Yeah, but she had already attempted, I guess yeah. a couple of times, and so I think that's why they didn't push it too too much, but I'm not saying that's what happened. Correct. I just I think that's why that story kind of stopped there and they didn't investigate more because she and just because you've tried before doesn't mean Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. nonetheless, it's a tragic tragic story and just one of
1: They also thousands. said Epstein killed himself and they're not investigating
2: now. And
0: like, everybody knows real, he did it, of
2: course. <laughs> Everybody oh, knows guy. he did not. Yeah, yeah. I know that yeah. guy.
0: That's an interesting fella right there. Yeah, uh,
2: cops are terrifying for me uh, all the time. I don't know... When I was a a kid in elementary school, there was a cop that come every other Friday for air. Yeah, he was the only nice cop like in my whole imagination of life. Wow. So, what do you
0: think of disbanding the police force? Yeah. Are you for that? that or against that?
2: Um, I am for putting money into mental health. I'm putting money into education systems and teaching children and kids and teenagers how to be functional human beings yeah I am not for um, new Dodge Durango so that cops can go into neighborhoods yeah. and over police them right I'm not for that so I think that policing to an extent is necessary everywhere yeah I do not feel I, I think that every police department needs to be examined on exactly how much money they are putting towards positive change in their communities yes and if that's not happening, then we need to start over. E- each city needs to start over because if you're policing based off economic structures, color structures, then you don't need to be funded in that way. Yeah. I seen something online the other day and it was like a cop in LA, He got he's in a Tesla, yeah. in a cop car Tesla. And you're like, seriously? And the neighborhood, just two blocks down, these kids don't, now that they're going to school from home, home. they don't have any tablets or any way to... But the cops how, have how is they? How are they paying off a thirty thousand car, thirty thousand dollar car, and these kids don't have tablets? Don't have tablets. Right. Yeah, those are the things that I'm thinking about. The disparity between so, the two. Correct. So I do not think that cops should be taken away because I do. I want to live in a community where I can call the cops if, if it's so necessary, try to break in or and whatever. I want them to have the tools necessary to save my life and help me and do those things. Do they need? It blows my mind that when these protests started happening, they went to the 9-11 terrorist box of goodies. Yeah. And they had, these are millions of dollars of things that they just had sitting around, and they're treating just these waiting. people as terrorists. This is, it just, it, the money that goes into policing is just ridiculous. Yeah. So I think that if People are better, edu- better educated. They're going to act differently. They're going to be better citizens. They're going to be the good ones. Yeah. 100%. So,
1: and I mean, the amount of, I, I would say to piggyback off of your point is, you know, I don't think that we should necessarily defund the police or disband the police departments. I think that they should have at least 20% of their time should go into training, whether that be you know, sensitivity training, psychological training, making sure that they're, like, psychological evaluations, making sure that they're mentally healthy to Mm -hmm. be a cop, Mm -hmm. diagnosing those racial biases. Mm -hmm. I mean, in in cities like Baltimore, there was a Baltimore cop that went on Joe Rogan and he talked about the systemic racism and how they were told 90% of their time was supposed to be spent in specific neighborhoods. And why is that? Because it's poor black people, so there's crime. So they can get more criminals, yeah, quote-unquote. So it's like... If we need to reevaluate the police systems
2: as a whole, and say, well, and well, how why, do we stop
0: the corruption? I think that's the biggest thing. Is yeah, there's so too. much money that's filtered through that's not even on the books? Boom. You know what I
2: mean? So I it's feel like bad for police. I'm sensitive to the idea of policing because uh, police officers. Imagine going to work every day uh, mentally on the defense. I so imagine. I have. I'm sensitive to that idea, and I understand that. You know, they need to decompress though. The PTSD of the things that they've been through, that they've seen, that needs to be addressed. Yep. A lot of cops are former military and all of that. That needs to be addressed. So if you have a cop who's dealing with all of these mental... And that's just from work, and that's let just alone work, their, their yeah. home life. Exactly. Yeah. So then you have them go to work and then they're in a situation that's very tense. They're yep. not properly trained or educated. And then boom, here they we are. They immediately triggered. where they're very triggered. Very nice people turn into very dangerous people. Well, I think there's and something there are- to be
0: said for Sandra Brand. I mean, when you would listen to this cop of this guy, he's like... He just trick He's like triggered mm-hmm. with her just getting a little upset. And it's like, dude, reel it
2: in. Yeah, yeah. But you no. can hear
0: the the dialogue right. and like the audio of their altercation, and it's like you. Re- he's reacting like he's getting this. He's getting puffed up, and his ego's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. That's a training thing. Mm-hmm. I really do think that's a training mm-hmm. thing. One hundred
2: percent. 100%. Percent de escalation. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. And like so many steps. Like there should be a requirement. And and as a citizen that needs to be policed right because Mm -hmm. we all need to be policed we live in a society that needs policing Mm -hmm. we should know those steps like Mm -hmm. we should be aware and informed of what those steps are of the de-escalation before they reach for their weapon so that we can say this is my right it's my right for you to de-escalate until you get to the point where you feel like you have to pull your weapon and if you're not doing so then that's on you Mm -hmm. and then you know pulling on your phone and recording and whatever the case may be like there should we should be informed as citizens who pay for this service Mm as a socialist Type of service, but we pay for it by paying our taxes.
0: Makes sense. What is your opinion on the rioting and like defaming all the storefronts? Do you do? I love it
2: <laughs> because I mean, people think that I would like. People and I'm not think, talking
0: protesting. I'm no, talking rioting. talking about rioting. Okay, okay,
2: okay. I am angry. They these people are undereducated and they're angry. They've been these big Gucci, all these stores are making money off of. Black culture. Black culture, and then they don't have access to it. I. W- I mean there's you put me in a position where you make me want these things. You make me want all of these things. And how fancy do they make you want that by black rappers s- like
1: Cardi B wearing Gucci, wearing a Gucci mm-hmm. uh fanny pack and then she's appealing to those mm-hmm. rich or those poor mm-hmm. black girls that are in those neighborhoods where she came from because let's not rem- let's not forget she was a stripper, she was poor, her teeth were messed up. Correct. And then she hit it big and now she's got all this money her in uh what's her free- what's her husband's name? Offset, Offset, her and Offset, and now they have this baby and they're living this dream These life. Are names
0: I have not heard of. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Cardi B, you know who oh, Cardi, Cardi B. Oh, Cardi B. But
0: Offset, all that.
1: But like, yeah. she's wearing twelve hundred dollars shoes yeah. and she's wearing a four thousand dollars. Well, it's pack. not even
2: just that. For me, I'm like, you ruined, you ruined my neighborhood. The, um, what is that big, Central Park? Yeah, that was a black, brown, and black neighborhood. People got pissed off because it was flourishing, and they ruined it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't I, areas I didn't, and didn't know that. Didn't I
0: disagreed only because I don't I think what we did to you was wrong. You, the black community, what the white community yeah. did to the black community, wrong, atrocious, Correct. terrible behavior. Mm-hmm. I think rioting in any capacity is wrong, atrocious, terrible behavior. I don't think
2: anybody so should do it. So I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It wouldn't be my method of release. Um, but if I was... Angry to the point where, if I grew up in the hood, if I grew in up projects. in the ghettos, if I grew up in the projects, yeah. and I seen the wall that you continuously put up for me and that to I be continuously successful, run against and hit, and I keep hitting it, I could, I definitely can see the anger that could be caused. Do I? again not my choice but so am sounds I mad like about it sounds like you don't
0: necessarily agree with it but you certainly can empathize with I their place. I certainly plight. can yeah.
2: empathize I certainly am like if I seen it happening and I'm I'm like go girl <laughs> if, if I see that my community has stolen all these things and they're selling it out of trunks Go, girl. Get I, Am I gonna buy it? Probably. Make Probably some money. not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I have my own moral compass when it comes to certain sure. things, but I totally understand the anger. I totally understand the frustration. And I am like, tear it down, burn it down. Yeah. You've killed my children. You waited till my babies were crying in the streets.
0: I just feel so bad for those people, like the even like the black store owners and the people at the restaurants, and they were coming in and defending yes. even theirs. Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm like. Oh, I Yeah, and that's where that line of ignorance is. Yeah. Because you're like, really, if you're gonna, because I'm like, if you see that this is black or brown owned, or if you, not not even just black or brown, you see the small business in your neighborhood. Small business. You're not gonna go and take it away because you know, you should be more empathetic. But that's that line of ignorance. But the Nikes and the Gucci's and the Neiman Marcus and all those places. Yes, go to
1: North Dallas. The place where you can't shop because of your skin color. But, I mean, that's not true. Hold on, because I can't shop there
0: either. Like,
1: I'm like, would you be looked at sideways for walking in that store? No. Absolutely not. Right, and right. And right. just because you choose not to shop in that store doesn't mean you can't shop in that store. Mm-hmm. That's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference there. You can shop in that store. You can afford to shop in that store. You just and choose one not or to. two items. You choose not to. No, you choose not to because that's not something that you wish to spend your money on. Never. Yeah. No. That's a difference, though. Yeah. But my question would be too is like it's different, and and I mean even having this conversation with you, even having the privilege to have this conversation, mm. all three of us, mm-hmm. everybody in this room, like. That's a, that's a difference between someone who is raising the projects. Because those people are still listening to that music. They're still getting that influence. They're still seeing those celebrities and advertising and boasting but about this, how
0: they've made it. This right here, this is where it starts. Let me tell really you so.
2: something, though, about the music and the visuals. Yes, okay, please. So Enlighten me. I feel like if you go to it to wear black culture and we go to this kings and queens of Africa idea we were ornate and completely still African uh, like
0: my girlfriend I was
2: telling you that where I was like the only white person Yeah, they're Ethiopian and let me tell you something I know fancy and so it's not just because they got their rappers or whatever it's because it's in us to when we can we do because we that's the type I mean just completely naked, I stand here different because of my deep rich skin tone, right? Yeah, yes. So I'm going to elaborate that at all costs. Yeah. So yes, I do have an issue with you know splurging your money on certain things, but that visual is something that's deep ingrained in us as it's people. Yeah. So, it's so it doesn't It while it may look crazy and lavish on on one end, because yeah. it can be, the other end of that is if I'm a king or a queen, if that's who I was meant to be, then this is who I'm going to be. Right. Yeah. So if you think of it that way, and then the music, yes, you know, it, all music has its its downfalls, but a lot of the music has a story. A lot of the music has um, an aspect of celebration yeah. and a story of ritual. So it all has, you have to, you know filter it but it all has a purpose and all has a meaning and if you go deep into the history that we don't all know including myself yeah then you kind of understand more it starts to make what's sense. happening yeah mm-hmm. or even if because we're uneducated it looks like one thing and we don't always appreciate it we take yeah. it for granted we you know what i'm saying if you if gave if i became right now like a millionaire Yeah. I would start. I would. I would definitely do things dumb yeah. because I've never handled that much money. I don't sure. know anyone who's right. handled that. There's right. the difference
1: between new money and old money. Exactly. Right.
2: Did right
0: you, um, by any chance, either one of you read Alicia Keys' books or book? Her.
2: Did she just come? It's Is that recently. It's you, good. It's wait, very what's good. What's it called?
0: I don't know. I gave it to somebody after I read it. Didn't
1: you send me that on Snapchat? I I
0: think I was reading another book. book. I'm telling you guys, it's really cool because she actually became very curious of her heritage. And so she went to Africa Mm -hmm. and like they took a whole like sabbatical for her her family, like really kind of going back to the roots and figuring out. And that's where she learned like, okay, black people, what what we have, the story that we have told on our soil Mm -hmm. is so short-sighted um, and she really kind of goes into some detail and then it's it called gives you more
1: myself. Yes.
0: Is that it more myself? Oh gosh, it's so good. I'll mm-hmm. read it. So good. Yeah. Um I would actually I read it um and I listened to the Audible. I would listen to the Audible because she reads it. Yeah. So I just think it's so much better. Oh yeah, for sure. If I say it, I
1: read a book, it's definitely not. Oh, that's right. That's
0: right. Um, it was a good read, but I really enjoyed the Audible. But yeah. anyway, she goes into the actual history, mm-hmm. not the not the 200 year, you know, American yeah. history. And yeah. I don't
1: I don't want to be misconstrued as me saying that those things were negative. I'm just saying that those people who live in the projects, that's what they see. So that's what they aspire to. Yeah. That's
2: what they and want. And they don't know the history. They don't know they're no. doing it yeah, for that reason. Right. They, but they think see, they're doing it because they what glorify
1: you said. that. Mm-hmm. They glor- That's the glorification. That's the you know. That's the story. That's the. I started in the hood. I started rapping. I got famous, and now I'm making a bunch of money. So now I got to show everybody. I got to have the chains. I got to have the the watches. I got to have the jewels, mm-hmm. the shoes, all the cars, everything. Like, but
2: now they're the king of their right. That like, that's the thing. The yeah.
1: But I mean, yeah. look at Jay Z and Beyonce. That's like the the number one like. Like the most glorified power couple mm-hmm. in that community, Jay-Z and Beyonce, but Michelle and Barack Obama. You know what I mean? Like there's <sighs> the two difference, there's differences there, but that's still both of those people are still the glorification. That's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So people are striving towards. Yeah. And you have, you have the option to go one of two ways, but one of them did it by selling cocaine in New York City and made himself as a rapper and then married the most prominent singer, mm-hmm. African-American singer, and that now they're a power couple. They have a family, all that. And then you have the Obamas who are lawyers and you know went a different route, but still he was the president of the United States. Like That's the glorification. But you
2: know who they are because of what they gave back to their communities. Yeah, both of them. Yes. All, all of them, yeah. Correct. You that's like Nipsey Hussle, too.
1: That. I mean, and that's like what you said about the small black community, the small black independently owned businesses is like, you know, those, you don't want to tear down the chicken and waffle shop because you know that this person mm-hmm. made that business mm-hmm. and that, that, that person is a integral that's part of your community. That's what was so
0: hard for me. I don't really watch the news, but there was a little bit of that, that I was still getting mm-hmm. on like my apps and stuff mm-hmm. where I could see these poor business owners that are like, this is my community Especially too. Especially during
2: COVID already. Like yeah. I already am struggling. Yeah. 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 And
0: now their businesses are, they're gone. They're like gone. And there's nothing but that they, they I don't will, have a way to make money. I will say that there was a small business owner. It was like an Indian
1: food restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the, the owner, his daughter was like, dad, aren't you pissed? Like, what's going on? Why are you not mad? And he was like, I can replace my restaurant. I can't replace a person.
0: Mm-hmm. So he was
1: like, "That's why I understand what they're doing for the George, George Floyd. That's why they're protesting and rioting well, and it's stuff like that." And a very big destroying response. my storefront. But yeah, that is a huge response because it's true. We can't replace a life. Like, and it's nobody else's responsibility or power to take that from somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, what's the I can't get on that bandwagon. I definitely agree with um, protesting for sure. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think that that movement, um, was very impactful yeah. and I think it, it reached a lot of people who otherwise yeah. would not have been yeah. paying attention. You're lacking the anger yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. I, you you have, have course, right? You're lacking yeah.
2: the anger, you're lacking the frustration to that, to that depth yeah. and which is understandable and I totally respect it because like I said, well, I, it wouldn't be my choice. I
0: wonder though, if that is it, just April could speak to this in, and I'm asking for your opinion. I I think it's also my demeanor in general. Like even when I'm super angry, like take, Ah. I I just, that's never going to be my ammo. That's never going to be my way to react or handle something. So I think you are right. I am lacking the anger, but I think if you made it more personal to me, Mm You still
2: wouldn't react. No. And, but, and that's where yeah. I relate yeah. to you because I still wouldn't exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I still wouldn't do it. I'm angry, but I'm going to find another outlet, another way, right. a conversation. Right. That's who I am. Me I'm too. not. And April will say the same thing. I'm not a person who is just.
1: No, you guys are
2: both super similar to where I'm like the emotional roller coaster <laughs> and you guys are like the but neutral. It is such a wasted emotion. It I is. For me, I,
0: I think that's the whole point. It's like emotions it are wasted a emotions, emotions for <laughs> It takes a lot to get me truly angry. Right Angry. Like yeah. I can't even, when Actually, I, no, when I was raising teenagers, I was angry every oh, day. Yeah. I was angry every day. I could see how that could happen. But <laughs> outside of children, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it takes a lot to yeah. get me angry. Yeah. I don't I even know if you've ever seen me truly angry. No. Yeah. I don't know that you ever will. I mean, like, it's just not something that and I... I've known you for two years now. Three years. Three years. Three years. No. Wow, three yeah. years. Jesus. No longer.
1: Yeah. I've known you for how long? 12, 13 I don't know the math. years. 13 years. Cause you're 33 Thirteen years, wow, that's crazy. But yeah, so was there anything else from that episode that you that you wanted to touch on or that you wanted to speak to? Did anything make you mad or upset? Messages,
2: mad or upset? Um, no. I think it was a a a candid conversation. I think I enjoy the perspective of her as a mother Mm. that I don't have. Um as a woman, adult grown up woman that I don't have. Um, but sorry. Um, so I enjoyed to hear that part of it because um, you know, it's different. It's just what I don't. Yeah. I I don't have it. Yeah. Um April just reminded me of though the, the story I have a in, in high school I have a best friend. Her name is Taylor. She dated a black guy, his name was She was white. Is white. Um I literally just Completely lost. <laughs> well, this that's okay. You don't need his my name. My train of thought. Anyway, so yes, um, I do need his name, but uh, I can't even think. Anyway, so he uh, went to college. Went to a college party, and um, he was decapitated. What? He was in the back of a truck that was being rammed over and over again because he the. God, this girl's dad, this country town in Oklahoma, the girl's dad came, Joseph Tucson, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, um, the girl's dad came, she was at the party, she shouldn't have been at the party, she's white, there's a couple black boys there, they're college freshmen, and he just starts attacking these kids. They run, get on the car, uh, the, you know, they're trying to escape, they're at a field party, um, they're trying to escape, and he's just ramming the back of the head this truck my friend falls off the truck and he rams it again kills him you know how long it took for them to say it was a hate crime how long do you know why they said it was eventually how why because he used racial slurs wow tell me he's in prison yes now, now. with the help of oprah literally um not no bullshit wow. um it was a process and it was hard for us to hear that this very beautiful black man who had so much life and potential, and so much potential. He was there for football. His future was so bright. And then just because he was at a party. A party. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or really just because the girl was at the party. Right. I can't even imagine being
0: a mother, a black mother of a black man. I know. How does your... Yeah. I, I can't even... Because I, I think that is the scariest... scariest.
2: Place to be, and that's the perspective that I'm saying I don't have. Yeah. Yes, I have nieces or nephews and all of that, but to really have a child, mm. because just being a mom, I look at people are like, why don't you have kids? And I'm like, oh, is it easy? Should I just sign up for that? <laughs> where
1: do I go to the baby store? <laughs> I mean, like, like, where do I get that?
2: it, seems, it, seems <laughs> it at Target? They so, have everything at Target. Not only, so it's just like it's really hard to be a parent already, right? And right. Then, being a black parent, because there's conversations you have to have with your kids out of just simply how to go to the grocery store. yeah
0: mm-hmm.
2: How to, why we have to get dressed and do our hair before we go everywhere. Because whenever, post-slavery, we weren't allowed to be in the same place looking a mess and we're getting dragged out of stores because... You know, we don't look proper, we don't fit in already. Yeah, so it's like
1: white people can go to Walmart in their pajamas looking like shit, haven't washed their hair in a week.
2: Do you know how early you have to get (laughs) up extra early to get ready? To look just regular. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just so we can fit in. So it's like all of these things that you have to talk to your kids about, how to talk to people, how to defend yourself properly. My a friend of mine, her job had a conversation with them and it was like we're going to start being understanding to the fact that Johnny is passionate just like Shaniqua is passionate. She's not a bitch just because she's upset about her job. But, you know, like, we're going to start acknowledging that they're equal. Hmm. What? Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, that's so
0: true. If you think about women in general, just just being a woman Mm -hmm. in the workplace – if you lose, you know, if you get upset about you something, or oh, you do, don't, no, you cry, no, don't you cry, don't, don't you cry, don't you cry for other reasons, but <laughs> if, if you get upset in the workplace and you're defending your position mm-hmm. as a woman in general, you're already a bitch. on your period. Yep. You're a bitch. You're having a, you know, whatever it is, you need to get laid, whatever it is. Right. <laughs> but then you factor in a black woman yes. who gets upset. Yes. Now she's the angry black woman. Yes. Instead of like, no, I'm defending my position yeah. much like that man over there in Is the corner doing. would do. Correct. Yeah, I experience this all the all time. The time. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine, couple that with being, black. with being a black woman. Right. You, It's like you have lost the ability to, to be fight a
2: for, or just to, to be a professional. Right. Yeah. Just somebody now who all believes of a in something. i and... professional enough to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm just as. Educated on this particular topic, then yeah. as John, if, if he's pissed, yeah, nobody cares. But if you're pissed, you're the angry black woman.
0: I was, uh, uh, I think
2: to, I, you're not allowed I, to I don't know if I told,
0: respond. right? I don't know if I said this story on Shamora's podcast or I think Alicia's. I or Alicia. I think I said it on Alicia's, but I was listening to a podcast and it was, um, this woman, she was a, a black woman, she was an attorney, and she was telling the story of right after she got out of school and was mm-hmm. trying to get her very first. Um, position with a law firm Mm -hmm. and so she Um, has that you remember this so she has Shamora's. yeah was it Mm -hmm. oh so you heard this already um well for everybody out there since i've already started it um so she gets out and she she has a phone screen initially and it goes well and Mm -hmm. they're like yes we can't wait to meet you of course her credentials are ridiculously Mm -hmm. awesome Mm -hmm. so she gets in there and she's sitting in the waiting room and um the guy comes out it was a, a white male attorney comes out to interview her he stood stopped stared, turned around and walked out. <laughs> Next thing you know, the phone rings at the front desk. Receptionist answers. Canceled the interview. Canceled, canceled the interview and said he's been called into court. Um, and of course, she's like, I'm not an idiot. You don't just get called into court. Those things are scheduled. Yeah. So um, and who called
2: him? I've seen him. I know. I didn't hear the phone ring. That's crazy. So
0: <laughs> n- long story short, obviously, um, you know, that That changed the type of practice that she went into, actually. Mm. I think she went into employment a lot lot after that. I had a conversation with
2: a guy that I dated, and um, (laughs) he is an older white guy, okay? Um, Think what you must about that. But <laughs> we were having a conversation because like, there's I just, so many things I could say, but I won't. I just entered the the corporate field like in a real way, yeah, right? Sure. So we're having a conversation. He is an oh, engineer. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. You were
1: a flight attendant for yeah. like five years and working for one of the largest corporations that there is, okay? Yeah, well, so
0: you've it's, entered. It's like my office was on the plane. That's <laughs> a little, a long it's a little time. different to the type of people
2: but I But you have still to deal
1: experience with. some of the same issues. Well, while I'll being say two things attendant. to that.
2: One, yeah. one with this conversation, he I said something about, I s- will send an email to a, gr- a group and say, hey, who's in charge of this thing? Yeah. yeah, And someone is supposed to email me back and say, I'm in charge. Da-da-da-da-da. And he says, you just called him out like that? And I said, I'm s-. so this is more like the man-woman thing. I said, what do you mean I called him out? He's like, well, I mean, you just kind of called him out and said, me back. I was like, well, he was, I didn't know who was responsible and he's responsible, so. I'm asking. I'm asking. Yes. But he's saying, as I hurt this man's pride.
0: <gasps> don't. Because you, I don't said that dare. he
2: treated me away after, this man, this, e- this email that happened, this man treated me away afterwards and he was like, well, you kind of called him out. I was like. Excuse me. Um, Put your big boy pants on. I said, do you realize that there are. I have to ask as a woman, as a black woman, as a young black woman, I have to ask way more questions sometimes because people do not offer me the same opportunity or information Mm -hmm. that they offer you as a white man. That's right. Just period. Right. Like I have to ask because they're not going to tell you get a tour of the city, a key and an instruction manual. Of how to do what you do. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I have to figure it out. I have to display. And if you don't figure it out, you're on your own. I'm on my own. You're true. So I will tell you when I worked at American. Can I say that? Oh, sorry. Um, Shout When out I worked out. at that place, <laughs> they I, what I learned about in being a flight attendant. I would I in, in life is that before this, I was not a person. I was very naive to how the depth of prejudice. Yeah. Because I. Just wanted. I'm a humanist, and I really wanted the best, right? Yeah. I wanted to believe in the I best, really did yeah, want to or believe people. in the best of people. And I, but I, what I really, really, really learned about is like classism. Mm-hmm.
0: Over mm-hmm. more than anything, I bet, yeah.
2: <laughs> and you were invited to it in first class, yeah. so all like, over the classes, yeah. all yeah. over the, <laughs> all over the country. I was baffled by how how I was differently they act, yeah. By people based off of the fact that I was serving them. Yes. Yes. Not just... You're drunk. Only yeah. being black, yeah. but also serving them, and I'm like, and I would watch other people be mistreated. White girls, Hispanic yeah. girls, like be mistreated by people. Because I you're told someone to them. get off the phone once because it's during the safety demo, and you know, you, and I was like, "Sir, we're the police on the plane, okay? Yeah, right. right. You're and
1: the I'm police. Like, you're the nurse. I'm you're like, the yeah. You're can everything. Can you get off
2: your phone? You're disturbing everybody else. Da, 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 da. I had to tell him three times. So finally, I'm like, I'm gonna have to find you if you do not get off the phone. And he's like, "What is it like? Ten thousand uh, dollars goes back to talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you the find disrespect. It? I had to get the captain involved and whatnot. But I—that's when I was like, it's just because you have money. What is it? Yeah. Ten thousand
1: dollars? Like, wow. Yeah. He was
2: you like, just like, what is it? Ten okay, thousand dollars. Oh, you
1: just wipe your ass with ten k? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. They, have you ever been to like a, an upscale restaurant? And you can see the way, like if you just pay attention to the way. Are people, you kidding?
1: Elitrus walks in and every single man turns their head and stares at her.
0: So, but I mean, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the way they treat the staff, like the
2: way oh, yeah, the, the people that are sure. serving
0: them. They, yeah, we used to wait tables in those restaurants.
2: It's disgusting. Yeah, it's ridiculous how people are treated. Yeah. But I never, I, I just would have, just from one place to the the next. I'm like, you guys are really. Doing this in this country, huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm ready to see you. Yeah. So oh, cool. But yeah, great. I I dealt with that um, a lot. I but I never growing up for me, I had a very diverse group of friends, mostly white because I talk like this. So oh, you talk like a white girl was the thing, and and, yes. all, and all the black girls, not all. There's a couple, but most of the black girls were just thinking I lived in this bubble fantasy world of. I don't understand what it. You means need to, to read Michelle Obama's book. She I, talks
0: about that where yes. n- girls, like black girls, didn't get her just because she was interested in education and reading, and she spoke well, and mm-hmm. her family made her speak well, mm-hmm. and so she was kind of ostracized by the black girls yeah. and kind of ostracized by the white girls, yeah. and so she's like,
2: I just didn't even know where I fit yeah. for yeah. so long. I mean, I was lucky to have the friends that I had, honestly. Yeah. Um, but what I lost in that was the black girl experience growing up some of th- some of the education as a black girl that my friend like i have a big family my family's awesome my my aunts and like they're wonderful people and they've given me a lot however there were some opportunities that i didn't get from being education wise like i just remember just being feeling like i didn't know enough about mm. what was going on mm-hmm. and it was because i was not fully accepted into any peer group or whatever. So what friends who were whether black or white, their parents who were taking them to these extracurricular things and da 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 outside of like cheering and whatever was in front of me, I didn't know. Yeah. So whenever I started dating uh in high school, my boyfriend, he's a white guy and I'm like, in my family all this is cool, no one cares. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get told that I can never go to his house again or uh, they're basically gonna burn it down. Wait, who who told you you could not? My boyfriend told me that his grandfather said I could not return to their home. You cannot come back in my house. I cannot come back. And I'm like... Because of the color of your skin. (laughs) Because I'm black. Black. And I was like, is this a real thing? And how long now, did you guys date? You guys dated for like years. Yes, and he only dated black women for a long time. <laughs> After me, like, this I is mean, not a surprise. He went back. I mean, whatever he did. <laughs> right. But he only did. Yeah. So it was like, wow. You're like, you're really your grandpa doesn't know about this already? Like No, but his I will say his grandfather father is European was Hungarian, is Hungarian and um he felt away due to some other historic issues that he dealt with but you're like, but that wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't do that. Right. And then, I mean, but I could t- play that card and then so could, you know, everyone else. So I don't have any idea, but it was the first time that it was just in my face. It was gotcha. the first time that when I traveled with him, people will look at us a certain way, but it also didn't stop me from who I was and how I acted. Even to this day, like you mentioned, I will go to a, a nice restaurant with. A, a guy whether he be black or white and the difference of treatment is noticeable oh yeah when i'm with a white guy versus when i'm with a black guy but what i did learn is white men they can ask for what they want and they get it
0: mm-hmm.
2: so when and they love black and that's women. what i do so you know what i'm saying so i learned <laughs> and something they love black it. women but then you have to ask is are do you love me as a fetish or do you like me because oh, you really sh- like me you're for sure fetishized yeah yes, yeah. because sick. you're forbidden you're the forbidden fruit yeah it's disgusting yes i've met it's people absolutely disgusting. who are completely and you're like well they're
1: fascinated by you because because of their soci- of societal society because mm-hmm. societally it's not acceptable for them to bring you to a party mm-hmm. full of white people mm-hmm. that's not accepted mm-hmm. but whether they are attracted to your person or your kind mm-hmm. right is that's totally I mean, they probably do like you. They probably Eventually. want
0: to do like, you. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm very charming. No, they, I was gonna say you're attractive. Yeah, You've <laughs> got a great personality. Attractive, you're attractive, intelligent. First, but first yeah.
2: sight, no. I, I mean, asked someone once. I was like, so he's lots of kids. He's divorced twice, and so I'm like, with his first set of kids are white. So I said, so what happened? Did you just decide once you got that divorce? I'm I'm gonna be. Get down. Let me get what I want. But did
1: you? It, I was like, have you want.
2: always liked black women? And you just yeah. couldn't? And he's, he yeah. said, yeah. Yes. He uh-huh. said, I've always been attracted to black women. I've always wanted to, like, yes. I've always... Loved everything about it. That doesn't make it a fetish necessarily. His situation is not. Yeah, because I'm like, some people just like people with blonde hair. Yeah. They have their preferences. Yeah. You're 100% correct. But he could not indulge in his preferences until he was successful in his career, he said. Yeah. Until he, you know, yeah. has established his family wasn't going to take away all his money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. He couldn't wow. even okay, indulge. I get that. However, there are some people who are just like, yeah.
0: That's the type. Ti- oh, well. That's their
2: type. That's yeah. what they want to. You know, well, like
0: Taylor, every person fantasize. she's, a, a, my daughter, mm-hmm. every person she's attracted to, including her husband, thank goodness, um, <laughs> dark skin, curly hair, like they all, they look um, almost like Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh. It's like every time she sees yeah, like, that's what I like that look, I'm like, Taylor, you definitely have a type. For sure it is type. the same yes, thing. But it's every not, time. it's not
1: normalized for them to like women like you so yeah
2: but when they see you walk in that's why and and, <laughs> and if you think about it that's probably why you will see a younger black woman with the older white man yes. it's because he's finally into the that part mm, of he's finally, finally able yeah. where he
1: can date who he wants to date mm-hmm. without having to worry about what other people think mm-hmm. i i mean i say this obviously i say it jokingly like I mean, my previous comments but like i cannot tell you she is how I'm sorry. What color are you? Beautiful chocolate brown. <laughs> is that
0: what we call You from call the it? Isn't mocha? Isn't that what you say? She's, she's the ebony sign. to my
1: ivory. But like every freaking bar we have ever walked into, any restaurant we've ever walked into, Elitris literally outshines me, and she's like ten shades darker than well, me. Well, she.
0: But there, <laughs> there is something though about you that's. It, it's not color. Yeah. It's not. I think if you were a white girl, I think if you were an Indian girl, well, I don't know, but I definitely. It, I, there's She's got just something it's a confidence it's just like Definitely. you walk in and you are noticeable yes. for sure i noticed you peeking just right there i mean it wasn't even like there's a person there there's like there's a person there <laughs> presence. and that was not because you're black yeah that was because
2: you're you yeah, yeah. and that is a privilege i have yes i, I, I learned it i taught myself it I, yeah. It wasn't that i think it was it's in me and who but i had to like Feed it. Yeah, and I had to make sure that I bring it, it out, yeah. but there's not uh, not every black woman does that, and not every white woman. well, like, not every don't. Person, woman
0: does that. That's, that. that's that's just a, a woman thing, and if that is something we could teach, coach, and train people to yes. do, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yes, yes, yes. yes. it's yes. a hard own boot camp. it, own yeah. your space, walk in and be
2: noticed. Yes, period. It's a hard boot camp, but yeah. it's it's necessary, I think. It's a long
0: yeah. one. That's
1: it's taken me long like thirty years. So yeah, I mean, but I mean, but still, yes, that's definitely, it's not, it's not because of the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. It's definitely because of the type of person that yeah. you are, but the color of your skin gets your, t- yeah. gets their and attention I initially. And I didn't let
2: the color of my skin be an additive until in the, le- in the last five years or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of, it was a detriment, even though I was, oh, I have this personality and, and whatever. It's the, me being a black girl was always like, oh, there's that one thing. So, Are you past that now, or do you still oh, deal I'm with it? I'm way past it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm completely over it. I'm way past it, it and, uh, and unfortunately, I got past it because black men started to compliment me for my skin tone, mm. because prior to that, it was, you're cute for a dark girl thing. Yeah, you're really it, dark. It's, or you're really dark. It's all of these negative connotations mm-hmm. about how dark my skin was. I wouldn't go outside. Right. At some point. Because you didn't want to get cause too dark. I didn't want to get too dark. Now, I'm like, is the sun out. I'm here. Where right. are my tan lines? Let's uh-huh. get it. Yeah. But I definitely... But when black men started to acknowledge my presence, I wish that it, that wasn't the way that it happened, but sure. it was. Yeah. So, um, that's when I... Now, I'm like, oh, yes, okay. this is... Sit Mm in that. Yeah, I sit in it. Get in it.
0: This is not necessarily the same thing, but it's it's what taught me to be confident. Mm -hmm. So I was a teenage mom, Mm -hmm. had my first daughter on the first year or first day of my senior year in high school, seventeen years old. By the time I was twenty, I had two kids. Mm -hmm. Was twenty one. Was getting divorced, Mm. and yeah. So that's a stigma. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it took me the longest time to stand up and be proud of who I was and my history. And I know it's not the same thing and I'm really not trying to make it the same thing, no. but it is what forced me into woman. that confidence mm-hmm. circle. It's like, yeah, it, it is what it is. Like yeah. I can't change it. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I am a single mom or was then I'm a young mom. Mm-hmm. I'm a teenage statistic, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let it hold me back. And it took me, a long time to learn that, mm-hmm. um, but once I did, it's like so nice now to I don't care. Now. Yeah, I don't care. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it used to be like, don't tell anyone. I would lie about my age just so people, if they did the math on how old I was versus yeah. my kids, when you had your kids, they yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, I did that for years, yeah. and now it's just like, I don't care. I know
2: because now,
1: because now, how old are you? And your
2: kids are out of the house. Like <laughs> you can go on vacation and no one bothers I would say you. I was a forty-year-old. What do
0: you call it? Not uh, what do you call it when people leave? Empty nester. Forty-year-old empty nester. 40 That's awesome. It's brilliant. It's
2: not, it, people, the it. older <laughs> I get, the less I'm like, "Ooh, I don't want those things." Yeah, I don't, I don't want them. I, you, you know, just, most you of my friends don't. Mine. Yeah, Most
0: most of my girlfriends don't
2: have kids Yeah, really Most of them I'm a minority For sure With the childbearing situation I'm definitely Oh yeah, all your friends All of my friends, my family I can count on one hand There are a couple people
1: that I know That used to run in your circle That don't have kids Yet, if they are deciding to have kids. But for the most yeah. part, all of your friends have kids.
0: Well, My actual friends. <laughs> to each their own. Everybody can choose their own path. I hate that when people are like, you don't know want kids? Why? It's like, why do you care? Oh. I know. So and how about like, those kids? I'm
1: like the exact opposite. Because I, I always saw you as someone who would be like the perfect wife, the perfect mom. I am. And that you are. You're not. It's not that you're not that hmm. person. It's just like how funny that how things play out because mm-hmm. now I'm like, you know, I want to have another baby and do all that stuff in your life. Which like...
0: is so funny because if anybody will go back to episode like I one like, through 25. <laughs> I don't want to have any more kids. I love it. I, and I always told her, I'm like, you just haven't met the right person yes. who makes you want that. Yes. Yeah, but you will. So I have one question. Okay. And then um, we're, we're, I've got, I we've got to end. Yeah. Um, if
1: you, so, Back to the race stuff, back to all of that, back to how we improve going forward. If there was one thing that you could do to fix it in, in the perfect world of Elytra Guyton what would you do?
2: Educate your kids. Oh, God educate your kids I fight educate with my educate yourself friends. and educate your children and like, push edu- push you know for what? a curriculum change time. in the school yeah. system I mean it's, 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 educate them at home educate them in the schools but know. don't rely on the schools don't rely on the schools have conversations that are awkward with your children don't allow your sons to do things your daughters can't do don't allow your black or white kids to do it, not understand why things are different have conversations educate it, that's Why uh, educate your kids? That's so good. What a good message. I thank you so that.
1: much for coming. Yeah,
2: thank you for being I feel being... like we kind of ran on a tangent and I apologize. But no, No, I that's love it. what we every,
0: every single episode. guest that comes okay. is like, I feel like we went down rabbit holes. I'm like, that's welcome what it's to for. Big Girl Pants Podcast. <laughs> that's I
2: love it. Thank you so much for having
0: me. You're so it. welcome. Yes. Um you want to go ahead and sure
1: biggirlpantspod.com. Follow us on every social media platform, Big Girl Pants Podcast. And if you have any questions, feel free to send us an email, biggirlpantspod at gmail.com. And please subscribe to the podcast please leave us a review and please. give us a five-star rating thank
0: you i would really really love it if you guys would give us a um what do you call it not a subscribe but what do you call that a message what do you call that a review a review, a review. Yeah. give us a review we really really want to review because we want to know what we can do better yeah and if there's topics that you want to hear that you're not getting or whatever we just want to know about it yeah okay thanks bye okay bye